Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Raleigh Marks, a very good morning to you. How are you? Good morning. Always good to start my day off with a chat with you. Absolutely right. So, likewise, the lots to talk about uh, this morning. Uh, the international criticism around the incursion or the move into Rafa. It's it's a, it feeling a little bit desperate to me. What's your thoughts? Uh, the, the criticism, well, I think we got a, uh, a view yesterday why mm-hmm. Israel is uh, progressing into Rafa. What is being hidden there? What are we finding there? And of course, waking up to that incredible news that the IDF and uh, the Shin Bet had uncovered the uh, whereabouts of two hostages and managed to rescue them in a very, very tense and daring operation that took about an hour. And when you hear Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari speak about the operation, what went down, and and, and the fact that they had to wait for conditions to to ripen, um, and you hear that they aborted it twice before they uh, finally went in, you get an understanding of just how difficult the circumstances um, and environment the IDF is operating in. But phenomenal news. But Israel also realizes that international criticism is growing. We have also seen a mess on the Egyptian border. Egyptian tanks to prevent uh, Palestinian refugees from uh, crashing through the border coming into into Egypt, which actually is a violation of one of Egypt's treaties. By the way, mm-hmm. they do have a treaty that says they 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 should be able to absorb uh, you know Palestinians, uh, but uh, I guess uh, you know some treaties work, some treaties don't, Howard. Um, yeah. So we are on a very limited time schedule. President Biden has made it very clear that uh, he supports Israel. He supports Israel's war to defeat Hamas, but that any operations in Rafah have to take civilian casualties into consideration and civilian safety into consideration. So the and, and tremendous pressure we're seeing Jordan now getting involved, the king making a, a comment about uh, condemning the October 7th attack, but also obviously not being particularly supportive of Israel. Well, one thing he has done is he softened his language a bit with President Biden. You know, in these past four months, we have heard some very, very strong, uh, you know, very aggressive language coming from the king and his wife, Queen Rania, who who was one step before October the 7th denial, uh, which really, really inflamed people's emotions here in, in Israel. But the king uh, is on a, a world he wants to try and mobilize support for a ceasefire and softening his language in the presence of President Biden, saying that the October the 7th attacks are against Islam. He says no Muslim would, would condone that. And that is certainly what we are hearing from Arab Israelis who have doubled their support for the state, saying that... Um, 
you know, they, they fully support the state of Israel uh, and saying that he wants a permanent ceasefire along 1967 lines, you know, whether or not uh, uh, Israel will agree to, to anything along 1967 lines is a, is a separate negotiation. But the king making his position known, albeit with slightly softer language. Mm, mm. And is that, is, is that important? It does, how much weight does he hold in the region? Well, this is a very, very interesting question because, you, you know, why are Jordan and Egypt so terrified mm. of Palestinian refugees coming into their country? Uh, you know, they'll tell you we don't want anyone to be displaced. Is that it? We know that uh, the Egyptians don't want any Muslim Brotherhood, which, of course, Hamas is an offshoot of coming into the country. Uh, and, you know, when the IDF progresses through Rafa. And, uh, of course, we won't know what their military tactics are. But, you know, what will we see there? Mm -hmm. uh, and, what, and what will it expose of maybe the way that the Egyptians have um, uh, dispensed with those tunnels and, and dealt with situations? This is, this is my personal opinion. Yeah. Uh, and in Jordan, we have to remember that King Abdullah uh, and his wife, who incidentally calls herself Palestinian, but I think was actually born in Kuwait, um, they're not that popular amongst the street. They are holding on to uh, their, their, their positions, their, the, the kingdom. You know, Jordan is a, a monarchy. It's uh, not a constitutional monarchy. It's an absolute monarchy. They're holding on there with uh, dear life. And, and they don't want anyone coming in and sort of stirring up uh, more anti-monarchical sentiment. Tell us about, uh, about France. They seem to be, and it's quite interesting because France pushing for a positive movement in the north of Israel. And I found that fascinating because while everybody's focusing on, the, on, on Gaza, we know that Hezbollah uh, poses a tremendous, tremendous threat, obviously backed by Iran. The, and France now becoming a little bit involved there. Well, what is very interesting is that we have seen, uh, despite you know some of the murmurings by President Macron, we've really seen France stepping up to be an ally uh, of the state uh, of Israel. Uh, France very involved in trying to get medications to our hostages. We still don't have confirmation. France has actually demanded uh, proof and confirmation that those medications have gotten to the hostages. Uh, France giving the hostages honorary citizenship of uh, the city of Paris uh, and also um, uh, over the weekend France coming out very firmly against UN Special Rapporteur Francesca Albanese who said that the attacks had nothing to do with anti-Semitism. They came out immediately. I don't see any other countries doing this and verbally lambasted her and now France using their influence in Lebanon to try and push Hezbollah as far back as as, as, as close to the Litani River uh, as possible. The, the real fear for Israelis at the moment is the, the Northern Front because that is a different ball game dealing with Hezbollah than dealing with Hamas. We know that Hezbollah are a lot more sophisticated, have a lot more uh, rockets and weapons uh, and those are precision guided weapons. So France really 
using whatever sway they have to push and to negotiate and to ensure that we don't have a major flare-up on Israel's northern border as well. There's obviously been this ongoing, uh, the ongoing skirmishes. It's certainly not quiet there, but it hasn't escalated into a full blown conflict. Is, there, is that nervousness, do you think, on Hezbollah slash Iran, or is this maybe because of international pressure? Do we have any sense? Uh, I, I think they're very much controlled by Iran, and perhaps Iran hasn't given a green light yet. Uh, and Israel has said, you know, uh, to, to quote our defense minister, our noses of our warplanes are pointed north. And uh, they've certainly seen that, you know, when you uh, fire on us, we will not only fire back, but we've also seen those uh, targeted assassinations of Hezbollah leaders. So Israel, you know, flexing its muscles firmly, saying, don't start with us because we're ready. And the army saying that they are ready for any scenario in the north, but we want to avoid that situation at all costs. We also can't forget that we have over 100,000 internal refugees, people who have been displaced from their homes in the north of Israel. And we want our uh, citizens to be able to return to their homes as soon as possible. Before I let you go, Francesca Albanese, she's been the UN special rapporteur Uh, She's been denied entry into Israel. I couldn't think of a better decision myself. But she's apparently quite upset about it, Rolene. Well, uh, to quote our our foreign minister, Israel Katz, the days of uh, Jews being silent are over. Mm. Francesca Albanese is a known agitator. She was lambasted by the French government over this weekend for saying that the October the 7th uh, attacks had nothing to do with Judaism and they were a response to decades, you know, the usual Mm. uh, Mm. drivel that, that because apparently... Um, uh, uh, apparently a dispute justifies the rape and burning of, of, no, of babies. Freedom raping, you know, freedom rape is a, is, is a big thing at the moment. You Sort-over know, rape existence. Mm, mm. A uh, rape resistance, Howard. I mean, I was under the impression that we pulled out in 2005. Maybe Francesca didn't get the, the memo. Mm, but she is a known agitator. And uh, the Israeli foreign ministry saying, you know, that's it. No more no more um, uh, visa for you, you will not be entering Israel. I think it's a brilliant decision. It is 6 of 47. I'm Howard Feldman. That was Rolene Marks with our first Israel report. I'd love to hear from you. 34519 or 061895 1019. Good morning.